0: Hello and welcome to the the Champagne Champagne Room Secrets Podcast, Podcast. the podcast where two hilarious sex workers give you a peek behind the curtain of the adult industry through personal anecdotes, content analysis, and sometimes interviews. Wow. I am Candy slash Barbie slash Satine.
1: Honestly, a little bit.
0: I thought I had a red wig, but I think I gave it away. I'm Jean Valjean.
1: (laughs) No! 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 I'm, I'm Kitty.
0: And we are so excited to talk about some movies
1: today. Movie oh. musicals. Musical movies. Some films. Look, we went to the cinema and we're bringing Happy it day. straight to you. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy
0: Valentine's Day. I made a cute little Valentine's Day cocktail.
1: Cheers. Cheers.
0: I put a little edible glitter in it, but you can't really see it. I don't know. I tried. I don't know. Shout out to um, the Trader Joe's new red juice. Love it. We love Joe. I think like a little bit of gin and oh, St. Germain. That's why it's so sweet. because Oh, St. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. In
1: it. Well, we've been talking about it. And club about.
0: soda. And we don't have to actually eat this, but I did get us a little Trader Joe's. Look. I wish it was pink. It's a chocolate mousse cake. Wow. This is a little messy, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's actually good. Let's get into these movies. Well, do you have a secret? Oh, Okay, so I kind of thought, I mean, it's not like a secret. I think you actually know this, but I do have a secret that's related to one of these movies. So the first time I saw Moulin Rouge, I was like 15. A friend from my biology class in high school lent me her DVD. We were talking about movies or something. And then it, I was like, oh, I never heard of Moulin Rouge. And she's like... You have to watch it. I'm going to bring you my DVD. <laughs> and I was like, okay, dope. And so I plugged that sucker into my computer and I just sat there transfixed the whole movie. I was like, cuz the first 20 minutes of Moulin Rouge is like, if you have never seen a movie like that, you're like, what? They're just allowed to do that? Like <laughs> what's going on? It's crazy. It's just like super psychedelic and things are just happening and like the effects and the way that they shoot it sometimes, like it moves at like a weird frame rate. Like, yeah, it's just so fucking bonkers. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then at the end of the movie, I am just sobbing this is the one time i've ever cried when i was 15 is
1: that the secret it's the one time you've ever cried yeah, is watching I
0: anyways i was like oh okay so this whole movie is my personality now yeah i, I love, could tell I love, I love france i love showgirls i'm gonna do burlesque like hey. i'm gonna be a sex worker You're going to be a fucking drama queen. Die of consumption. I'm going to die of consumption. This might be hard for a lot of people to believe. I did do some student government in high school Mm -hmm. in order to, like, get involved and, like, I don't know, make friends. And I didn't, like, really care and I feel like I still was, like, a weirdo. But I decided I really wanted to be the lead of the prom committee. The juniors were put on prom for the juniors and seniors. We only had one prom. And somehow... I convinced my committee and everyone else who's funding this to make our prom Moulin Rouge themed. See, that's insane. It's crazy. I'm like, did no one know what that was? I'm like, my mom, um, she made like a paper mache elephant head that we put up. Wow. We had our friends build a windmill and like paint it. And like, I like hand painted all these like old posters. I like blew them up. These Moulin Rouge posters, me and my friend. Like, painted them. It was all French-themed. And this
1: movie was, like, kind of old when you were hitting prom times. So, this was 2010. Weird. And I just...
0: (laughs) I gave a good sales pitch, and people voted for it, and... Our prom was based off of a place where sex workers would dance and do can-cans and, like, meet clients. And I don't think it was, like, a full brothel, but it was very, like, vulgar. And, I mean, I think it eventually, like, cleaned its act up and it was, like, more can-can and stuff. But still, and, like, the idea of the prom in my head was very much, like, the movie. It was, like, Come What May at the Moulin Rouge. That was the theme. Because it's all about, like, love and this and, like... It's
1: super romantic. It's very romantic.
0: And I just thought... It was like I think the other thing we were voting on was like black and a white ball
1: or like that's so boring. Right.
0: Like all the themes are boring. And I was like, no, it's like I want like hearts and like French and like theatrical. And like I was like 15 and I was like. This is what we need. It's not like it's a, a big secret, but that's You've my thing. you cried one time and it I've was the I've cried one end. time. It was the end of Moulin Rouge when I was 15. And then I decided to make an entire life it. Of around it, it and an entire <laughs> life based around it. That's how I much that, that movie hit me to my core
1: when I was younger. See, that's really funny because my secret also involved crying about one of the movies. I cried this morning. <laughs> <gasps> during.
0: Wait, wait. Okay, what's your champagne secret?
1: That's my champagne secret is that I cried this morning. Which Wait, what part? <laughs> Tell me, not tell me during during Best Little Whorehouse when she sang and I will always love you. Did you cry? <laughs> I cried this morning. <laughs>
0: I literally, I just
1: (laughs) I started to tear up. I don't know, dude. That song gets me really good. Pretty much, so glad you said that. Anytime someone sings that well, I it hits me so hard. Because that is
0: her song originally. Like, I kept hearing it like in the background of the movie. Like they would like put some of the chords into the background music, and then like when I felt it coming on, I was like, I couldn't do it. I was like, Dolly, no. And I never cried.
1: And she's just so sweet. Cool. Same page. Like, it's been an emotional day. So I have seen Moulin Rouge probably
0: 15 times, but I was like, you let me like rewatch it. I skipped. I skipped it through. Yeah, you knew enough. Um, I had never seen
1: the best little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah, it's the best one. I kept saying the best or the littlest. I- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we should talk about Moulin Rouge first. Wait, can we tell them what we're doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to do another movie episode, something fun and yeah. silly, um, and accidentally musical. At least to me, I didn't realize both were musicals. If I know that. We're comparing Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. from two thousand one, movie only, not talking stage. I'll probably drip in some details about the stage. You'll dribble. And the best little whorehouse in Texas from nineteen eighty two. Best little whorehouse in Texas was based on a stage
0: play musical, and then Moulin Rouge. Was a 2001 movie musical, a jukebox musical, that a few years ago, I don't know the year, but got made into a Broadway show. So it's a bit of a opposite, a yeah, a bit, a bit of a But It's That's also kind term. of based off of
1: an it's based off opera. of opera, right? Shall we jump in? You want to give us some background on Moulin Rouge, the basis of your life story?
0: Moulin Rouge, made in 2001, made by
1: Baz Luhrmann.
0: Who loves men. And he loves to make you dizzy. He likes stories of men who need, like, a woman to, like... And give their life meaning but then who gives a fuck about the woman he loves a man yearning
1: right like R&J yearning great bat ba- great, great group grabbers am having a stroke great Gatsby is yearning the
0: Elvis movie that's what I was thinking of when I said he loves men who I don't use women as the right term but I mean also Elvis is based off of a true story so
1: Elvis truly did those yeah, things yeah I'm at Elvis not at Baz I mean, like, but
0: like did that story need to be told the way it was told I'm sorry i'm canceling elvis sorry hack out of here stole his music from black people
1: and stole, stole child <laughs> this is not about elvis this is not about anyone involved in elvis i'm sorry i got Lerman. on a tangent
0: on baz Luhrmann. okay so basically i saw this movie was 15 It was the
1: best thing i ever saw
0: and i see it today and i'm like you know what it's just okay besides el tango de roxanne that musical number is the slappiest piece of cinema i think ever like Something about that five minutes, like it just hits so fucking good. Every felt like time. fifty,
1: but yes, you don't like it. The music is incredible. The choreo is super fun. It just felt so long. Everything felt so fucking long. But that I, I eat it today. Up. Today it felt long.
0: Okay, so I didn't really give you much background on the <laughs> movie. I'm just gonna read a quick wiki as I do. Moulin Rouge is a 2001 jukebox musical romantic drama film directed, produced, and co-written by. Baz Lerman. It stars Nicole Kidman, Ewan McGregor, other people. Those guys. I mean, like, you watch it, and like, I would say, like, the first 20 minutes is, like, a drug trip, and then after that, it kind of settles, and, like, it's, like... It's a nice romance. I think now my experience of the world has kind of like made me not as big of a fan of it.
1: Oh, you're like more grown up now than when you were fifteen. Surprise.
0: <laughs> I do feel like the more I think about it and the, like the more I see it, the more I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So basically the movie they follow, the main character is Christian, play obi Uma McGregor. He moves to paris from london and it's like unclear if he even is an artist he's just kind of like i want to be an artist
1: yeah he's like i want to be a writer
0: and then it's like okay well, like what have you written like nothing he's like I want to write about love but he's like wait a second I've never been in love but I want to write about it and he just moves I don't know to me like he seems kind of like uppity and then he moves because he's like I want to be like a bohemian artist and like no he seems like
1: a dime a dozen kind of guy
0: yeah he just like wants to be artistic and cool but I'm like but like are you actually that like I don't think you are daddy says
1: no so I'm gonna go right be in Paris
0: yeah and so then he goes to Paris and kind of like falls into the situation where he this like theater troupe is trying to come up with a new play to get funded and well someone falls through his ceiling and then he ends up like singing and they're like oh my god and I will say Ewan McGregor is very hot and talented
1: oh he did well yeah I was if it was
0: not for him I would not like the character Christian at all I was like I did not like the character Christian in the musical I think because it wasn't (laughs) even I was like wait a second and so basically there's kind of like what would you call like a comedy of errors where they go to the Moulin Rouge because it's like okay Toulouse-Lautrec who's based off of a real artist like him and Harold Zidler like did the Moulin Rouge Mm -hmm. back in the Moulin Rouge days Mm -hmm. they were like doing it so it's like a little historical kind of so to the track is like i'm gonna like get you a meeting with the star of the show her name is satine played by nicole kidman and you're gonna like tell her this story that he did not come up with
1: he yeah he did not write it yet he
0: didn't write it he came up with one line and so basically satine is the star of the moulin rouge the can can cabaret kind of show she's also um like a high-end courtesan so are a lot of the dancers like a high-end escort yeah pretty much so yeah like a full service sex worker like whore yeah. is like very much like a slur and like very low class and this is like very high class like it's very star of the show old timey like yeah is
1: from like Shakespearean times. Right, right, right.
0: So you know she trades her company with men for money and help and all these things. And like her and Harold Zidler, who's like the director and her kind of like mentor slash like father figure, which is also very gross. I have like, a lot of thoughts about like, him as well. It's like
1: not an even business partnership, but like he's kind of like her manager. But he acts like a like father, like kind pimp of adjacent. Yeah, because I would he's say he's using he is. her to get funding for their theater.
0: Yeah, so there's like a duke in town who has like money, and they're like, okay, we want to like corner this duke, Satine. You go have sex with him, and then he's gonna like love you, and then he's gonna want to fund turning the Moulin Rouge into an actual theater because like we want to do some real art. Like we don't want to just be like body can can dancers and so basically there's like this comedy of errors where Toulouse Trek's like okay Christian like you need to meet with Satine and like tell her about our play and so Christian and Satine end up meeting and it's very funny like I do genuinely like that part Like I love this like earlier part of the movie where it's just like silly and they're like what's going on and they're like what's happening with Christian and Satine ostensibly they fall in love which is stupid um also like patina's like yo like uh i need to go fuck this duke because i actually like want to live my dreams and christian's like but please love me please but true love and she's like um i'm a prostitute like get over it and he's like but please and she's like oh oh my god fine he wears her down yeah he does sing to her and he does have a lovely voice and he does sing. I will always love you. I know. I know. I do like how that's in both it of the movies. It does not we're doing. hit the
1: same. It doesn't
0: hit the same. Personally,
1: no, but it's sweet.
0: I do love the elephant
1: love, Madeline. I way. think it was cute.
0: Eventually, Satine needs to fuck the Duke because the Duke is like, I actually want to fund this weird little story that Christian did not come up with. The other artist, the Bohemian artist, came up with it. But then he's like, you know what? You're hot. This is a fun idea. Let me like put a bunch of money into this, but. It's, like, in my contract that Satine belongs to me and, like, only I can have sex with her. And
1: Harold just is, like, okay. Yeah, business daddy was, like, sure, I'll sign her shit away. Yeah. he hands over, essentially, the The deed deed to the the building. Yeah. And the deed to Miss Girl. Right. Which is crazy.
0: Meanwhile, Satine has consumption, a.k.a. tuberculosis.
1: She's doing the classic, like, you cough into, like, a cloth. And then you pull away and there's blood. <laughs> there's blood. <laughs> It's like, how do you show someone sick on camera? That's like yeah. the only way.
0: We know at the beginning of the movie, spoilers, we know she's going to die at the end. No one tells her she's going to die. Until it's like pretty much. Until she's like five minutes from fucking dying. But okay. And so the whole thing is like a love story between them. And, you know, first she's like, Christian, like, you're going to get really jealous. Like, I'm going to have to fuck this Duke. Like, she's he's, so fucking real with she him. She is so
1: real with she's him. She's so real with him saying like, you're going to get jealous and it's going to drive you crazy. And he's like, no. He's like, no one won't. And then five seconds later... He's, He's like, losing. I'm jealous. He's losing it. He's so violent. I was surprised with how violent it was, to yeah. be honest. He is really kind of a piece of shit.
0: And he doesn't say this, but his attitude is like, these men don't own you. Like, you need to be in love and be true. But I'm like, yeah, but like, you're acting like you own her. You're just using love. She's right.
1: working. Also, she's funding your shit. Yeah. She's funding your dream. She's. And then they just give him the you. job
0: of writing this fucking musical, Spectacular, Spectacular. Oh, where's his resume? He hasn't written anything and then oh you're the head writer because you just fell into this situation meanwhile Satine working her ass off fucking her ass off she's like I want to be a fucking actress and do this play and Christian's like no, oh, but love and it's just like it's so saccharine and stupid and you're like I get it it's like a love story and that's what I'm saying like I'm just so disenchanted you're over it you're over I'm the love kinda, part. I'm kind of over what it.
1: I do fucking love is like she's a courtesan she is a sex worker And she is also seen as a fucking star. Yeah. And I feel like we know so many people who, in order to, like, fund their art do sex work or they just do both because they enjoy doing both and when, yeah like, that's so fucking real and i love that i love that she was beautiful and glamorous and respected right because like she doesn't it doesn't seem like she has like a big issue with being a sex worker like no, everyone honestly, else has an issue with it she seems like she's good at her job she seems and like she kind of likes it yeah she's
0: like yeah you know like i uh convince men that i'm in love with them for yeah. a job she's like but i want to be an actress but like also i do this other thing and like that's fine. Like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Yeah,
1: that's what you do sometimes to make art. He's a little bitch. And it's like, oh, you love the bohemian lifestyle, but not when women live it. T. Sir. it's not that serious the whole thing
0: i just feel like he talks about the other men in her life is like owning her and being bad for her and it's like but that's also you yeah you want to own her okay also so the whole fucking movie she's dying consumption at the very last scene when like five seconds before she actually drops dad he's like she's literally dying trying to sing to him and then he's like what's wrong bitch she has been dying She's clearly
1: dying she's been dying this whole also straight up she told you she was sick but like he does not care he doesn't fucking he doesn't care he doesn't
0: believe her she looks horrible whenever she has her little like blood cough she looks awful she passes out he's so concerned with like her i don't think he's even like in love with her as a person he's in love with the idea of her she's part of
1: the lifestyle that he fantasizes about
0: yeah and it's like she's not even that's why i'm like i don't know is this romantic like to me it's and they're having
1: fun it's like sneaky and He gets to, like, be competitive with this other guy, which, honestly, like, fine, whatever. But I don't know. He really tested my patience.
0: Yeah. In general, like. And you have the Duke who is, like, slimy, but I'm like, I don't know, dude. He wants to, like. He's being straightforward. He says so many lines that are, like, all Christian has to give you is love. Like, I'm offering you, like, security and, like, a life. And, okay, this is, like, this is just me. But I'm, like, okay, well, if she just from the beginning was, like, yeah, let's enter this arrangement. And then if he was, like, living with her, he'd be, like, whoa, you're actually fucking sick. Let's get you fucking help. I don't know. I don't think there's, like, a cure. Maybe
1: he would have dropped her, though, like, if she was going to die.
0: Maybe. But I'm, like, okay, so in, I will say, in the musical, the one that I saw, I screenshotted because I found the actor who played the Duke. Okay, first of all, the Duke was hot. This is who played the Duke. I mean, yeah
1: very looking he
0: could get it okay so i'm sitting here and you're like i'm like excuse me not only was christian not ewan mcgregor in the stage play you would a hot duke who's like and you know the duke says in the play like i've only seen it once but he's like i'll buy you an apartment you can live there you can have your friends over do whatever you want just you just have to see me once in a while she doesn't even have those sick sugar yeah she doesn't even have to like be with him he just like wants to take care of her I want to pay for your life and get you an apartment give you all these things and like once in a while we fuck so Baz Luhrmann said he was inspired by the story of Orpheus and Eurydice Eurydice also people have found similarities between the opera La Traviata which is about a man falling in love with a courtesan and then she is like sick and they want to be together but it's like society's like no you can't be with her and then
1: they have like a tragic love story and then she like dies is La Traviata the one that Rent is also pulled from
0: no I think that's La Boheme La
1: Boheme yeah they're very similar in my brain yeah yeah I think that makes sense
0: the way in which this movie presents sex work is honestly
1: real. Yeah, it's really interesting because like yeah. it managed some like the weirder emotional stuff. She never seemed to like regret doing the work that she does. mm And like she was seen as a somewhat multifaceted character, like maybe a little flat because it was all through the lens of like Christian's experience, but like she exists through the male gaze, like, yeah,
0: very much. And she kind of just exists as a pawn for like their own things. Like Harold wants the Moulin Rouge to be this big respected theater, respected theater. The Duke wants a hot piece
1: and wants to like fund art. Christian's looking for his manic pixie dream courtesan, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then it's like, well, what does she want? She seems like she She's just sure. wants to perform and be beautiful and yeah, have fun and and not die. Of course, the woman who just exists for all the other men dies. And then he finally writes a story, and it's about like their love at the end, and like she ultimately inspired his like.
1: I mean, I guess he was writing the play with the play within the play, but like, I guess, I guess. But the the movie is him writing their love story, right? And I was just like, heck.
0: Yeah, kind of a hack. Like <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, oh, like I wanted true love and like boys oh, and course. all these things, and like I thought it was so beautiful. They're like tragic love story, and I'm like, ugh, no one wants to actually help her. Like it was pretty icky. Everyone just uses her. Yeah, spits her out. Meanwhile, she's like gorgeous and talented and fun to be around and she just gets the fucking shit out of the stick
1: but it has that layer of reality where like especially if you're thinking about dating and romantic relationships there's always this like i want to take you away from this life yeah it happens like the yeah like they're attracted to you and what you do and how you do it but they don't want you to do the work or you know a client wants to have you be a kept right they kind of they just they just
0: want to keep you for themselves it like, yeah. doesn't really matter what you want at the end of the day like these kind of characters no. this kind of like archetype this character is just like a catalyst for like, the three men in her life so christians that learn the duke and then she dies and like i guess gives people's lives purpose except for her own i just can't, like, she's like sick as a dog going around doing all this stuff and no one she is, should like, be singing if she's fucking coughing up blood she should be i don't know i'm like i, I listen i don't know the ins and outs of tuberculosis but i'm like they could have done something they could have done anything it was the 1800s i don't know what could they
1: have done well
0: i don't know the duke has money like i don't know
1: i think he would have dropped her if he found out she was sick comment down below (laughs) but also it's like of course of course the sex worker is ill of Of course course,
0: because she's a whore and she's like being punished for being a whore yeah that's
1: kind of the vibe it gives it's like after all of this
0: christian goes up on that motherfucking stage and he throws money at her when she's performing that
1: was disgusting Disgusting behavior. How quickly it turned from him verbally assaulting her during her, like, star performance. Yeah. She's, like, dying, running around, trying to get on stage. Like, now I've paid my whore. He fucking sucks. How could you possibly turn and love him five seconds later? Like... That's insane. That's an abusive. That's insane. He's a bad. He's a fucking piece of shit. In the musical, he gets the
0: gun and he holds it to his head and threatens to kill himself.
1: Ugh. Yeah.
0: Isn't that crazy? Oh my. Yeah. It's so ick. I hate him. It just gives me such a sour taste in my mouth when this is like a musical i used to love so much and i was just like i just want like glamour and like love and beauty and like the bohemian lifestyle and all these things and like now i look back on it i'm like
1: i mean you got the things kind of better than they were advertised that's true (laughs) like (laughs) i feel pretty good about my life you got a lot of (laughs) you know all that and you're yeah. not dying of consumption not yet you know what if you were we put you on bed rest thank you
0: any like last thoughts on the
1: movie i was watching the whole movie while getting ready and yeah the two notes i wrote amazon general trivia nicole McKidman wears a wig throughout the movie and ed ball wishes they could those are the only notes i wrote <laughs> These are very good notes it was fun thank you for making me watch it i do really enjoy the production value like although baz Luhrmann as an tour is not necessarily like my taste i do think it's really fun
0: i think it's really fun and i think like nicole kidman is like
1: genuinely oh she fucking so
0: fucking good in it
1: nicole kidman made that movie she if someone so didn't go like over the top i yeah. think it would have been truly trash
0: yeah yeah okay i'm so excited to talk about this next movie
1: kitty tell us about our second film right? the best little whorehouse in texas from 1982 Starring Dolly herself. Miss Dolly. Miss Dolly. Dolly. Parton. And Burt Reynolds, who honestly was very fun. He was so good in it. Their chemistry was great. I loved it. Did you love so it? So much. This was your first time. This is
0: my first time seeing it. I am
1: obsessed with it. I haven't seen it in like 10 years. And honestly, oh, so you've like, seen it before? I'd seen it in high school. Oh. And I'm like, honestly, I like it more. So, some stuff about it. It's an adaptation of a Broadway musical that was in 1978. That... Was based off of a real life story. I figured it was because of the ending. Is directed by Colin Higgins, who wrote Harold and Maude and also wrote and directed 9 to 5. Some backstory, because I know you like facts. Nicole Kidman wore a wig and Move On Rouge also. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never worn a wig. The director
1: was openly gay. Really? Yeah. And oh, unfortunately, wow. he passed an 88 dude it. Um, AIDS-related illness, Aww. which kind of sucks. Yeah. But the Colin Higgins Foundation was established in 1986 before he passed that provided support for gay and transgender youth. Some people that cite his writing as inspiration are like Jed Apatow, Seth Rogen, Wes Anderson, who is my favorite, and Paul Feig. And when they're marketing it, the movie, the word whorehouse was considered obscene. So in a lot of parts of the U.S., they started calling it the best little cat house. And a bunch of places, you, they just couldn't advertise on TV like flat out. Wow. Or like if someone was talking about it on TV or the radio, they would like like best little cat Or just, like, bleep it. Like, they couldn't say Whorehouse. It's interesting
0: why they just wouldn't say, like, Best Little Brothel. I mean, Whorehouse, to me, sounds way better. Like, I love it. Yeah. But it's so
1: risky, it feels. I know. It's very interesting. Yeah. But it was a very unabashed movie. And I imagine the musical was the same. They're just like, this is a fucking story. I loved it so much. I loved that it was, like, the most, like, decrim justice for workers. It's so
0: progressive. It's so
1: fucking progressive. The fact that
0: it came out in the 80s is, like, well early 80s 82 yeah so wild so
1: fucking progressive it's so pro-sex worker yeah I don't know if I've ever seen anything that is no. like that pro-sex worker. I this
0: is like the best representation maybe not like the realistic because it is a musical but like best yeah. like it's a little like
1: idealistic
0: yeah it's very it's very idealistic but it's like the best like pro-sex worker pro decrim rights
1: movie i've ever seen they even mentioned like i took a quote i wrote a lot of quotes because i was just like blown away with what people were saying when they were talking about like the controversy that was happening they're talking about how here are some people against the whorehouse trying to get shut down here's some people pro against pro and they listed that there's a group of feminists like showing up to support decrim legislation that was already being considered in the state senate and i'm like that's crazy they literally said decriminalization
0: okay so do you know the whole backstory of the actual story it was based on because i didn't like look it into it too much
1: i mean it's pretty like vaguely like there was this brothel in texas outside of a small town and for the most part the community supported it and then sensationalized news or not even news like entertainment television, right right
0: like kind of like tmz tried to get it shut down due to like a moral yeah, it Man was it. a moral
1: panic about it. It was just bullshit. They were causing a problem that didn't exist for the right. most part. Maybe there were some issues, but, like, from what I could tell, it was, like, obviously, it's not, like, a happy-go-lucky musical vibe, but, like, they were operating fine. Yeah. And in the in the movie, like, every couple minutes, I was just so surprised with how lovely <laughs> everyone was. Like, Dolly Parton is the third person to own the chicken farm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wait, but why is it called the chicken farm? So uh,
1: (laughs) the best little whorehouse in Texas is a brothel in Texas that had lasted I think since like the turn of the century like it, it was like the 30s That's yeah it well, was, in, like well, in no movie. you know what they talked about World War One and at some point it was during the Great Depression that clients weren't able to really afford services so they began to do barter and people started bartering a single chicken for a single a life it was so fucking <laughs> it's stupid so stupid
0: and but funny it's, and they like pan out like the first like montage of the movie and they have like just a field like just a field full full of, of chickens, chickens. <laughs> and I'm
1: like amazing we need to insert the look at all this yeah 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 Look <laughs> oh, no at and they're just talking about how like this is a woman-owned business yeah and it's handed down generation generation from owner to worker and dolly is the owner uh, once we hit the 80s she's like the heart of the town like yeah she they make a big deal of
0: like they pay their taxes that's like a big was like fine thing. whatever
1: but she does a ton of community but service. yeah she does like extra community service with the money oh yeah write right. it down do it, so do with it. their profits first of all they bought uniforms for the Little League team, which is so fucking cute. cute. And like she was there's a scene where she went in to pay that to I don't fucking know someone at the city or whatever. And one of the moms from the team is just like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like everyone's just so sweet and happy. She paid for a pool, a community pool. She supported a hospital fund so i think she like donated money to hospital community pool little league like she takes care of her community her community takes care of her they keep on talking about how like it's good business for the city right
0: they're like not only is it good for the city it's a necessary job
1: they literally said necessary yeah like, yeah. d-
0: like doing the act of sex work
1: it made me think of you so many times because so many women were like honestly thank god my husband goes <laughs> to the brothel my Frank when he was alive used to go up there every Saturday I took it as a blessing. You know when you
0: see a movie and you're just like, was this made for me? Right? <laughs>
1: like, it was so good. It I, was so fun. Okay.
0: And also like the musical production. Was like I bad? thought the songs were super fun. I love the choreography. The dancers were so good because like all the brothel workers were like also like really good. Dan- there, there was like a dance ensemble. Yeah. They were doing like high kicks and had their cute little outfits. Oh, and, yeah. And so basically, it, so the sheriff is, pl- what's the sheriff's name? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. plays the sheriff. Sheriff
1: Burt Reynolds. Sheriff Burt Reynolds. And he was so fun
0: so him and Mona have this like little secret affair they're just like sneaking around but they're not like they don't have partners they just like don't want to be open about their love it's kind of like their own secret little thing yeah it's their fun little thing that they he's So supportive of her business and who she is as a woman, he like loves her so much, and they're so goofy and cute together. They have like the cutest scenes and like the best chemistry. They
1: go on little dates,
0: and so basically, like the sensational TV person decides to just attack the brothel for no, just for ratings, pretty much, just for no reason, because it's something to do. Yeah, and Bret Reynolds is like, hell no, like I'm gonna protect my woman's business, and like they're basically being like, we might have to shut down the brothel. so then like the whole thing turns into like, how do we save this business?
1: Yeah, it's fighting for the brothel. Because this TV show is all about, like, exposing bad businesses and bad business practices. So they're, like, exposing the brothel for being bad. But they're also, like, oh, you know, like, corruption with the sheriff and the government and blah, 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 whatever. They're, like, why is the sheriff protecting this business? And, like, yes, he loves mona the owner but also like everyone seems to really care about this business and the women working there
0: even like the sex is like so joyous They'll the be- sex is
1: so silly and <laughs> the fun. choreography
0: like you guys please go watch this movie like it is
1: so good yeah the sex <laughs> I is had so much fun happy there uh, there's only like one like kind of mag thing they had like one? a very like Mammy stereotype. Oh, made. I
0: was going to say, yeah, the Mammy
1: stereotype that was, was not. Pretty fucking rough. That was pretty that was rough.
0: And it was, like, mostly white people. Yeah. I there was a- There was one Asian worker. I was going to
1: say, there was one Asian worker, and I was like, wow, I finally, like, kind of get 80s style, because she looks so cute. Yeah. I've never really been into, like, the 80s aesthetic. Then I saw her, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, because, like, they, they don't, don't really show a
0: lot of people of color, usually. One like,
1: black worker.
0: Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't progressive in that way. No. But for the subject
1: matter... I thought it was just so darling. I don't think any women were physically attacked.
0: No, they had some lines about some weird kinks and fetishes too. Like, one of like some other politician got like caught at the brothel. Yeah. And this woman was like feather
1: dusting him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then this like group of guys are talking about, they're like, I don't care if you want to get your ass tickled. What's wrong with that?
1: (laughs) And And they're also, they were talking about how like pimps are good for nothing and you don't need them. Oh my God. Yes. In her song when
0: she's singing about her business and how pimps are shitty and like how she runs her business. Dolly Parton. uh, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't like? She was partner?
1: effervescent. She was
0: so good. Her little giggle—it would bring me back to life if I was gonna pass away. Like it. She is just so fucking darling. She,
1: she was gosh. such a serious businesswoman, and everyone fucking respected her.
0: Everyone respected her, including her love interest, who could have been a dick. I will say, he did have the calling her a whore scene, just yeah, like in Moulin Rouge. Course. There was a little Christian from Moulin Rouge moment, yeah, when they got in a fight, and he was like, "Well, it's better than being a whore," and I was like. I felt
1: attacked. I was like, "How could you it say that to mean. Dolly?" That was pretty mean. That was really mean. They were arguing,
0: and she did. She did say she was gonna like close down the brothel for a night, and then didn't. And then they got in trouble, and it was
1: like this whole thing. If we're thinking about like how are sex workers represented, I was blown away. Same. Okay, I'm done. glad you had
0: that too, because I was like watching it this morning, and I was like,
1: "Oh my God,
0: how have I never seen this? Why aren't more people doing this musical?
1: Like, it's so it's good. So good. <laughs> like, I want to do so this musical. Fun. That's what I was thinking. Is like, okay, let's do it. It's time right it's It's time time to bring this back someone needs I can totally see it at Oasis I think we could do it
0: it was just so wholesome it's just so weird to see like sex work brothel workers like just so respected so I had to stop because I was like Burt Reynolds like the way he talks and moves yeah he totally gives me Pedro Pascal are you
1: fucking kidding because when I was telling Bex I was watching it that's literally what they said recast Pedro Pascal, but then who's our girl?
0: My first casting was
1: Lady Gaga. I hate it but so then, much because
0: she can sing and she can act she Can sing. And also she'll be fucking crazy. No, on but the I thought tour. of the, I thought
1: of a better one. I think there is a better one. Taylor Swift. No
0: think about it because she's like country vibes and like she would bring so much attention to like the decrim movement and like help like destigmatize like sex work and brothels think about it also miley cyrus because Dolly see Parton, that's what
1: i'm thinking is like miley would be really i think fine. miley would actually be really good miley but i'm just thinking really of like fun. taylor
0: swift is like more of almost like a political function thing. like a functional thing um but she's like kind of too i think she's too like
1: model E. she's a little too she's a little too sanitized
0: yeah that's why i think it would be like it would like break
1: the news cycle i think
0: now thinking miley cyrus though miley cyrus dolly Parton is like her like godmother like they have the family relation already okay wait i have a bad pitch
1: wait i want to hear it sydney sweeney
0: okay tell me why i actually thought of sydney sweeney too we have the same brain no like sydney sweeney but when she's like dressed up in that euphoria that's what i'm saying Oh my god! I had it. I had also a euphoria moment when I was watching *Whorehouse in Texas*. The TV guy, he decides to like go after this whorehouse, and he doesn't really like tell anyone, but he like has this whole musical number. Yeah, that's like catching. Oh my god!
1: Wait, is this musical about us? <laughs> because
0: then all the workers are watching tv and then
1: he's singing about this whorehouse and they're just like wait is this fucking play about us imagine you're watching tv yeah and it's like oh do do do,", do just hey yeah and suddenly some man is singing about how he's gonna take down your business
0: yeah you're like wait how do people even know about this like instagram doesn't exist how did people find out about this whorehouse? It's the 80s. I, I feel like maybe in like earlier versions of the script or maybe in the stage play that like the guy had some kind of pass at the brothel because I'm like, he's sketchy as hell.
1: He also seems gay. That's true. He's such a drag king. I was dying. <laughs> Him the, getting The corset and the shoulder girdle. pads. And in the wig. And then like, when this is why we need to do this. <laughs> Burt Reynolds why we need
0: to do a stage. snatched his awake and punch him in the face.
1: And that's true. That's a true, really? that's part of the true story. Look, Snatch Game, like, <laughs> everything Dolly does is drag.
0: Every time I learn something new about Dolly Parton, I'm like, yeah, you are God, probably. I'm going to um, say I think I like that movie better than Moulin Rouge <laughs> now.
1: I never thought I would say those words. Both were really fun. Both show interesting, closer to reality, but still musical reality like sex work depictions so you brought a little something oh i did should we do it
0: let's do it so in moulin rouge oh by the way we didn't even talk about one of the best parts of moulin rouge padam padam herself yeah miss plays the green fairy kylie minogue i'm the green fairy okay part one one part absinthe one sugar cube three parts ice water okay wait so it's one part. Oh my God! Are we doing science experiments? Let's do half an ounce and then do an ounce and a half of water. Okay. Pour absinthe in a glass. Place sugar cube on top of spoon and place. Oh, then we pour the ice water over the sugar cube. Okay. All right. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's
0: Day. Day. That's so bad.
1: It's not better with sugar. You guys, and water. absinthe is not good. Why do people drink that? This was a gift from someone if you can believe. I don't talk to them anymore. Good.
0: They hate you. I feel hated. Um rate review and subscribe please. We did just drink this absinthe for you for the vibes, for the aesthetic.
1: Look, the green fairy, she's a cruel mistress. The green
0: fairy is a liar. It was not
1: good. Lying. Bitch,
0: we Thanks. love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Watch these movies. Let us know what you think. And then if you have any suggestions, yes. any movies,
1: sex work movie, I'm gonna throw up. Uh, just kidding, I'm not. Well, I'm gonna pass away. So let's just. I'm gonna get pass it over away. Love you
0: But I was like, maybe I should get tested for TB because. I was like a super nanny for like a decade. Wait,
1: you never got tested for TV watching kids? No. That's crazy to me. (laughs) Comment down below. (laughs) No, you should do it.